listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I get juiced when I let loose a little of my cleverness up into your follicles with no moose. Choose your weapon, you kept stepping, you swept in a hurricane, Della bro your brain. So your next generations of youth will be facing the truth, and the truth is I'll leave them with a loose tooth. Guns get split if you bit. I'll extract the truth out your ass like I'm standing in the pulpit. Or a lie detector wrecks your sector when you're standing. It can't swing. Branding, expanding on what I'm handing to the people. Because we will, and you can't say a damn thing about it. Hey, welcome to the Black Gautas Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on uh, uh-huh. Tuesday. Yep. Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff on TV. Also, um, you know. It's a special Tuesday because uh, it's Super Tuesday for the nerds of politics as well. It is what happened. More people going to be voting, Karen. Oh, oh. More primaries are coming oh, in. Oh, so every Tuesday, most states vote. <laughs> yes. That's what's happening? It didn't just stop when we, when we voted, Karen. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to, I it was like, going. what the hell is special about the next Tuesday? Yeah, apparently. Um, oh, so it's every Tuesday to all the states vote? uh well as long as there's like multiple states voting which i think is a thing that's gonna keep happening oh or until somebody says i'm out uh yeah basically i think tonight is arizona idaho and utah which uh people are expecting uh bernie sanders to win uh we'll see if he wins by the margins he needs to uh be able to uh continue to keep hope alive for his um for his count you know he's down a a, a lot but you know superdelegates make up a lot of how much he's down Um, yeah i don't think it matters if hope alive or not i think he has the funds where if he wants to roll this to the fourth of july he can that's true he does have the money right so them you know i know people talking about them delegates but i ain't trying to be funny i don't really think he cares i really think he'll push this all the way to the end because he can yeah well he may just do that karen which i which i and it's irritating because you know i want it all to be over but it's also a good thing because with his presence it's forcing hillary to answer a lot of shit and it's actually pushing her more to the left yeah i'm already kind of tired of it there was a big blow up last night on twitter about uh bill clinton uh who said uh uh i'll put it this way i personally believe he misspoke but i ain't i ain't mad at nobody that thinks he said it on purpose uh but he said um that the hillary was gonna be a good candidate because she could help you know fight through the 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 last uh like eight years uh and seven years of um you know of of terrible legacy and people was like awful legacy and people was like oh he's talking about obama think he was um and he clarified later or his people did the uh you know issue the clarification where they said he was talking about republican opposition to right. obama that makes which more sense. he's talked about before i you know I, I honestly feel like um uh i do believe him wouldn't or them when they say that uh it's not about pivoting away from obama or whatever Mm-mm. but at the same time i completely understand people that don't like like the thing is you know with everything on the internet people try to win these debates and they have these fights and they get mad at each other it's like i i refuse to get mad at y'all over these candidates they're Mm -hmm. not neither one of them is popping like that (laughs) to be so you to be so upset it's just not worth it 
Uh-huh. I was more excited about we had in the Facebook on our Facebook group. Somebody was like doing like you know how they've been having the March Madness. They've been having kind of like a March Madness, but it been like R and B groups. So you have like R and B groups, R and B singers. So everybody been you know voting on the polls until you know they kind of narrow it down. And I was more excited about that than I was casting my vote for the election. Yeah, he said something like put the awful legacy of the last eight years behind us and the last seven years. And people think it's, you know, uh, Obama uh, is what he's talking about. I don't think so. But at the same time, yo, man, um, he does this. Like, this is his thing. This is his shit. And honestly, if they were going to dog whistle, this is exactly how it would happen. You send out Bill to say some shit because this is what they did in 08. And they still have, like, everyone keeps trying to go back to 94. They keep trying to go back to all this other shit. Look, all you really got to do is go back to 08, and you can find every single reason to not trust Hillary or this campaign if you don't want to. Right. Because um, <clears throat> he's done that kind of thing in 2008, you know, when uh, Barack Obama won South Carolina. He was like, well, Jesse Jackson won South Carolina, too. Was, you know, the the hardworking white American type, you know, shit they were saying back, at, back then. So, you know, it, it ain't... You know, I think it's just reaping what you sow. So they caught hell for that, you know, and uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's any defense for it. I, uh-uh. Too many people are trying to defend it. And I'm like, why would you just, why wouldn't you just shut the fuck up? Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, happy Super Tuesday. I'm sure you guys can't wait to keep, you know, hearing about this stuff. Um, the official weapon is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 461 that bobby schmurder has been locked Damn, up almost 500 days he's been locked up yeah uh and today is a little bit of news <clears throat> the judge presiding over bobby schmurder's gang conspiracy case shut down the rapper's lawyer's attempt to obtain the disciplinary records of cops involved in complaints against them from the public why uh, manhattan supreme court judge abraham clot denied alex spiro's motion to obtain personnel records and civilian complaint files for two detectives and one police officer who arrested schmurder back in june 2014 in a brooklyn apartment where guns were found spiro said uh he requested the cops records because he said they'd show a pattern of misconduct that raised question, questions about their credibility and could potentially vindicate bobby schmurder <clears throat> spiro said three officers had each been sued for misconduct including unlawful stop and search and false arrest and the city and the city settled some of the cases out of court and a few are still pending uh this isn't just a singular encounter where one police officer is sued by one individual one time in the case of dismissed uh told the judge during a hearing march 15th according to transcripts obtained by bossip this is a a rampant pattern that existed in this case with those officers in other cases yeah and i think that's valid because i guarantee you if it was the other way around you would find everything you want to find out about bobby yeah they also think you know he's targeted it could be based on race and stuff and Mm -hmm. i believe that yeah um but the judge wasn't feeling it and uh nypd lawyer identified as sergeant real r-e-a-l-e said the um police records had no bearing on the case because the cops don't currently have allegations of misconduct against those police officers so oh so so they past past, shit don't matter but his past shit does 
right meanwhile okay. we about to watch Furman on the stand for the juice tonight Come on, it, it matters <laughs> it really matters <laughs> it definitely matters it could change a lot um so yeah it's uh it's pretty um pretty damning what bobby's facing judge clot said there wasn't enough evidence to force the nypd to hand over the cops personnel records and the judge also denied spiro's request for Schmurder stop and frisk records so uh because they would want those records also to prove that there was a pattern of harassment and targeting you know s- saying that bobby Schroeder was was targeted for stop and frisk very often mm-hmm. and the judge won't allow that either it just feels like they are railroading that dude right 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 <laughs> and it makes no fucking sense uh speaking of that making no sense um there was a terror attack today in brussels um uh, which is in belgium i believe um and the islamic state has claimed responsibility for it uh it's a suicide bomb uh attacks on, on the brussels airport and a rush hour metro plan, uh train i'm sorry train in the belgian capital capital on tuesday which killed at least 30 people oh yeah and i think they're still pursuing sus- uh, a suspect uh currently um police issued a wanted notice for a young man in a hat who was caught on cctv uh pushing a laden luggage trolley at Zaventem airport alongside two others who investigators say later blew themselves up in the terminal killing at least 10 people shit uh our officials said about 20 died on the train close to european union institutions Isla- islamic state said that uh that too was a suicide attack and the tolls are vague because of the carnage at both sites the coordinated assault trigger yeah i think it's up to 34 by the way now the coordinated assault triggered security alerts across europe and drew global expressions of support uh four days after brussels police had captured the prime surviving suspect in the in the islamic state attacks on paris last november in which 130 people were killed belgian authorities were still checking whether the attacks were linked to the arrest of salah abdislam uh said federal prosecutor frederick van Leeuw. uh although belgian security experts said the level of organization involved suggested they had been in preparation for more than just a few days yeah that, yeah when you when shit like that two separate locations that's organization yeah uh, apparently there's still a major police operation searching uh through the city uh, which is of course in lockdown right now and it's going on even after dark investigators said they found a nail bomb and the islamic state flag in an apartment uh private broadcaster vtm said police went to the area after a taxi driver reported driving three people to the airport and became suspicious when they did not let him touch their baggage uh last week explosives and an islamic flag were found during a raid on an apartment in the south of brussels police also found a fresh fingerprint of abdislam there uh putting them on his trail it was not clear if abdislam had been involved in in that stage of the planning or the airport attack so yeah man that's sad and obviously terrorism keeps going on and people Mm -hmm. keep you know keep 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 killing and shit um and the 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 the, of course the saddest part is you know in this country we used to have you know two 
reputable parties i mean even if you disagree with whatever coming from you had two parties uh politically that you could rely on people rising above their baser natures and mm-hmm. you know talking about um the real issues and how to solve them not no more and now you can't uh right now trump and ted cruz are the leading candidates um for office for the uh republican nominate nomination and they're having a racism off what Mm-hmm. it's basically who can be the biggest bigot you know who can say something more inflammatory and fucked up about muslim people and brown people that that's basically what's going on over there right now just no regard to you know the truth no regard to you know once you start those speeches with the now i'm not gonna be politically correct you already know some racist shit about to pop off yes you do um or islamophobic shit like this and um yeah that's kind of what's been going on over there um they're advocating for you know torture um i think at one point they asked trump about nuclear bomb like he like avoided the question because he has no fucking policy man yeah he said frankly waterboarding if it was up to me if we changed the laws or had the laws waterboarding would be fine we work within the laws they don't work within the laws they have no laws the waterboarding would be fine and if they could expand the laws i would do a lot more so he'd do more than waterboarding if he uh could expand the laws uh when matt lauer pointed out that the belgian justice system is handling Abdeslam Trump went to say he believed Abdeslam should be turned over to the military custody by Belgian police. That's okay. I mean, he's being held by whoever. Let the military take him over. They have to get their act together. He continued to bash Belgium. Belgium is no longer Belgium. Belgium is not the Belgium that Belgium that you and I knew, Matt, from twenty years ago, which was one of the most beautiful cities, one of the safest cities in the world. Belgium is a horror show right now. Um yeah, y'all so did he just call Belgium a city? Did I read that right? Belgium mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, cities. one of the most beautiful cities. Pretty sure Brussels is a city and Belgium is a let me I don't know. Let me Google that real quick. Brussels. Pretty sure Brussels is the city and Belgium is the country brussels capital of belgium yeah yeah so i don't know maybe he misspoke maybe he meant to say the city of brussels and he said the country of belgium by mistake anyway not to be outdone ted cruz is also trying to win votes so he had to get in on this sism off (laughs) (laughs) dueling sisms uh ted cruz called for law enforcement in the u.s to clamp down on muslim neighborhoods in an effort to stop them from becoming radicalized that's right ted cruz sees your hand over this terrorist to the military mr trump and raises you going door to door in the u.s to muslim neighborhoods with law enforcement
the gop presidential contender came right out of the box tuesday morning calling for president obama to immediately return from cuba in order to deal with the crisis in belgium that claimed dozens of lives in the statement posted in his facebook account isn't that wild presidential candidates post to their facebook to get the word out now eventually it's gonna be instagram (laughs) right in a snapchat today right in a vine what What is (laughs) happening here uh which is funny because a lot of that's obama's doing you know he was able to galvanize and harness the uh internet before uh politicians other politicians really were able to true but now it's out of control niggas going on facebook to get their message out uh our european allies are now seeing what comes of a toxic mix of migrants who have been infiltrated by terrorists and isolated radical muslim neighborhoods we will do what we can to help them fight this scourge and redouble our efforts to make sure it does not happen here he added before stating we need to immediately halt the flow of refugees from countries with a significant al-qaeda or isis presence he then made his proposal to single out muslim neighborhoods in the u.s we need to empower law enforcement to, to patrol and secure muslim neighborhoods before they become radicalized Stop beating and whooping these people. Yeah, that won't that won't upset anybody Abu- at all. Abusing these people. So yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, y'all can go in there and tear their families up and try to send them back, quote unquote, to where they came from, even if they were born and raised here. Yeah, who knows like what? That? Who knows what Ted Cruz thinks is inappropriate for a Muslim person to have in their house or do? Right. You know, it's like he he's for the Second Amendment, but let him walk into a house with Muslim people having guns then all of a sudden it's gonna be some terrorist shit right he added the day of the united states voluntarily surrendered to the enemy to show how progressive and enlightened we are at an end so he missed the word on his facebook page think he meant is at an end and that's why it's better to have press releases than facebook pages mm-hmm. you and spell we, shit wrong you know and we talked about this but something that really really fucking frustrates me is our our the united states news media overall fucking sucks because nobody is coming out and be like niggas y'all racist and nobody wants to be bold enough to say it but yet you ask other candidates are they racist instead of going and doing your fucking job which is reporting the news and say y'all saying racist shit yeah this yep. is what your job is they're gonna ask uh hillary clinton and um bernie sanders to call them racist tonight watch that's not their job that's your job as the media mm-hmm. but also the thing is the media also created this particularly with donald trump you created this you created donald trump yeah and it's fucking frustrating i don't know it just makes me mad yep i don't blame you um let's see uh egypt has sentenced this teenager to eight years in prison for posting on facebook mm-hmm. okay egyptian authorities have sentenced a 17 year old girl to eight years in prison after arresting and charging her with spreading hatred of the regime on facebook uh Rega imara a student at a high school in the village of kum al nur in the now delta of course we all know that was arrested arrested january 5th after the police came and asked her to search their her home 
they took uh raga wait now they spelled it two different ways in the same article all right uh they took raga is according to the second spelling and her father with them and said they just needed to ask them a few questions and there's no need to worry they lied to them people yep but they released her father only and she's been sentenced to five years for spreading hatred of the regime on facebook and an additional three years on charges of joining the muslim brotherhood which was banned by egyptian authorities in 2013 they have decided to put an underage girl in prison with adult criminals uh, her family denies that she's a member of the brotherhood and the sentencing of amara is not the first time egypt has charged teenagers in such cases in 2014 eight year uh, 18 year old mahmoud mohammed was arrested and imprisoned for wearing a t-shirt with the slogan homeland without torture last year four girls are given a suspension uh suspended prison sentence for waving balloons with the rabbi rabbi hand gesture um man that's i just can't even imagine like that's what's so funny like people talk about freedom of speech over here and it's always like you're true but in true no my freedom of speech because you won't let me walk out the house and say cunt whore fag mexican Mm-mm. wet back without somebody getting the attitude like, this is against my freedom of speech you trying to shut me down it's like no the government didn't take you from your house come on lock you in a cell beat you whoop you and say you can't be free for eight years because of some shit you said as opposed to um a, pu- a bunch of people on twitter got mad because tina face said some bullshit not the same thing as freedom of speech not the same thing and that's why people need to educate themselves because people just say that and they talk about my second amendment don't know what the fuck you talking about the these rights mean that you can you can say fuck president obama fuck donald trump and nobody's gonna kick your door in and arrest you uh sony bought michael jackson's music catalog for 750 million dollars mm. mm-hmm. uh the acquisition of the catalog gives sony sole ownership of to the works of the beatles bob dylan eminem and taylor swift Ooh, taylor swift bob, mike had those damn i had no idea mike jackson had the taylor swift uh music catalog however the sale doesn't include jackson's master recordings or songs that he wrote uh, this agreement further demonstrates Sony's commitment to the entertainment businesses and our firm belief that these businesses will continue to contribute to our success for years to come, mm, said you, Sony Court. But you know, it's like, yeah, y'all got this, but you know what you don't got? <laughs> the masters. Because the thing about it, uh, what I realized is that a lot of artists are starting. Wait, are you sure they don't have the masters? You just read it to to Michael that jackson stuff that oh well don't, they don't have it to mike stuff but he, but the beatles um, oh yeah taylor that, swift i don't know that they don't have those masters oh no no that stuff i don't know but what i'm saying yeah they bought michael J- jackson stuff but they don't have his masters mm, oh okay yeah well he kept all his music anyway so it's, that's different i mean or not he but his family kept the music for that he created to themselves so that won't be a thing Mm-mm. um let's see what else happened now. i feel like talking about oh prodigy of um mob deep wait why did this article pop up instead of this one all right yeah prodigy of mob deep uh you guys may know from the 90s mm-hmm. um wait why is this article popping up and not the prodigy article okay something's wrong with my thing 
Yeah, because that's what it says. When you click on it, it goes to a different article, doesn't it? It does. Um, I have to Google that. Yeah, I don't know right. why. Let me, uh, huh, let me refresh this real quick. Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> the like, That's never happened before. <laughs> you click it on that, it's like, mm, I'm going to give you something else. Yeah, I was trying not to talk about that. All right, let's see if it works this time. All right, here we go. Prodigy of Mob Deep must tweet to receive a hundred and fifty thousand dollar court judgment okay um apparently mob deep entered into a con into a contract with universal music back in 1995 while the company was still bmg in the contract mob deep was to fork over half their profits from future albums and songs however prodigy says that didn't include his work as a solo artist universal bmg thought it did so they continued to take half of his earnings prodigy sued them for fifty seven thousand four hundred eighty nine dollars in addition to attorney fees uh universal music group has now agreed to hand over 153,751 dollars and 21 cent under one condition that prodigy tweets that the beef is over the label wants prodigy to specifically tweet my dispute with umpg was all a misunderstanding thankfully we have resolved it quickly and happy to be continuing my long-standing relationship with umpg uh, wow but this goes to tell you how major social media is because normally we will fucking sign paperwork attorneys <laughs> will sign the shit you get a notary and everybody go about their way but i think companies are a little bit smarter now and they realize that we can do this but if you still go out on social media and bash me <laughs> I, I i i don't have no 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 legal course no no i can't do anything about that so it wouldn't be surprising if more of this shit started happening where in them in like a lot of musical deals and shit like that they start controlling your social media what you put out there what you say about them because they know that shit matters now before everybody took it as a motherfucking joke <laughs> but now they realize how powerful of an engine this is what's funny is I, I i'm on his twitter right now i don't see that tweet and you might not. i guess he didn't want that money wow that was i mean yeah he just didn't tweet that shit because it's dumb i mean yeah i mean to me that's just idiotic so for six figures he just he's like i'm not tweeting shit man i would have tweeted that shit so fast but uh yeah he decided i guess not to tweet it so i guess uh or maybe he could instagram it i don't know i don't follow him on instagram maybe he snapchatted it might might have you know maybe put it on facebook i mean ted, it was good enough for ted cruz it sure was but uh yeah he didn't i would i don't know like i probably would have tweeted uh to get my money um 15 things your empathic friend wants you to know now uh you know what empathic people are Karen? you know what empaths are Mm-mm. all right just people that uh kind of like really sensitive to other people's feelings and stuff uh empaths are highly sensitive finely tuned instruments when it comes to emotions they feel everything sometimes to an extreme and are less apt to intellectualize things intuition is the filter through which they experience the world empaths are naturally given spiritually tuned and good listeners all right uh i'm a bit empathic i don't think i'm all the way to the extreme Mm -mm. but you know i'm a bit empathic where you know i pick up on people's uh cues a lot uh how you know i can 
mostly understand people's emotions even when i don't agree with them you know like i understand when someone's angry about something but i'm like that you know that's not something i would be angry about uh but uh it, you know i was reading i like reading these things because i'm like i wonder if, if any of these apply to me <laughs> you know because i think uh sometimes am it does I, am i um I don't, I don't know i don't think you are um i don't think you uh i don't think so i don't think you would qualify as an empath not okay. that you don't have feelings for people or feelings at all but i don't think that's the way that you typically address the Operating, world right yeah you know um so here's a uh, 15 things okay uh uh for about impasse all right impasse be knowing their keen ability to sense and understand goes beyond <laughs> gut instinct they're spiritually attuned highly compassionate extremely sensitive empaths love to give and enjoy seeing others reach their potential at their sharpest they're able to motivate and inspire those around them their intention can propel them intuition can propel them in miraculous ways with the likes of Mahatma Gandhi, Princess Diana, and Martin Luther King in their ranks, empaths are good for the world. Uh, I didn't know we got to count them. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know it was like a sign where we could be like, uh, you know, my favorite empath is Barack Obama. Oh, I didn't know. Like I'm an Aries. You're right. <laughs> the empathy that defines them also makes them vulnerable because they tend to draw the po- their polar opposite because they lean heavily on faith as tangible currency. Uh, they can't always explain the decisions born of their knowing and are often characterized as flighty or impulsive although empaths uh thrive in positive and peaceful environments they can become drained exhausted even depressed where negativity flourishes uh if you are close to the empathic person it's important to understand what makes them tick here's 15 things that every empath wants you to know one we are sensitive we can feel the emotions of others even from a distance we care about people and situations even those that we're not personally connected to whether or not we act on it we know when someone is being dishonest or when they're saying one thing and feeling another yo i swear to god i got that that like that happens a, like with kim kardashian shit where people are, are mad and i'm and it's like and i'm like the reasons you just gave me are not the real reason and i'm not i'm not bothered by the fact that you um by the fact that you're not telling i mean i'm not bothered by the fact that you're upset i'm bothered by the fact that you not you don't even recognize that you're full of shit with the reasons you're giving me you know what i mean like that's the bigger complication for me is like you know when someone's like oh you know i don't like this and it's like okay but that's not the that's not the reason why what's the reason that you're so upset because it might be a petty ass reason and people always want to be considered morally superior and it's like right. nah just just say some just give me the petty reason and we can i can understand the most behind being petty i've been petty before it's fine um number two we will always defend the underdog we can't stand to see others bullied and will run to the aid of anyone who's suffering or in emotional pain cruelty violence and tragedy are unbearable for us when we see injustice we're compelled to act um i won't say i always defend the underdog because i hate that devil's advocate shit but i do see people as people first so even when people start piling on to somebody and i that i don't agree with or i don't like there is a part of me that's always like okay well as a person how did they arrive at the conclusion they're at but i also understand the people attacking them because <coughs> because often people attack out of feeling attacked so you know it's like how people go in on stacy dash i'm sure she feels uh very ostracized and very picked on for the path that she's chosen but at the same time 
she's putting that energy out into the world and receiving it back right you know so she's not blameless in it Mm -mm. um three we are tolerant we understand that everyone has a perspective and set of values based on their background history and experiences even when we disagree we try to understand where the other party's coming from tolerant as we are we are completely turned off by arrogance um yeah i'm not turned off by arrogance but i am turned off by ignorance so um even and then the other thing too is uh i would say i would say that i'm not that tolerant of certain shit so it just depends because if it's like um somebody like if someone's homophobic or something i'm not very tolerant of that but if somebody was like um uh which happens all the time on my page i don't agree about this thing and i'm just like okay well that's where you're coming from i don't agree with you you know what i mean <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're not gonna ever convince each other but we're just gonna have to deal with it you know this happened with leslie jones the other day i was wearing my ghostbusters shirt and i took a picture said i stand with leslie and somebody came in and uh in my opinion totally mischaracterized what leslie jones said in her saturday night live uh stand-up uh for the weekend update and i was just like well we're not gonna be able to reach a agreement on this and i just i think you're wrong i think you're totally mischaracterizing that um and we but i understood what she was coming from you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. she was triggered by it nobody likes to think about slavery and shit like that so i could understand the emotions but i just didn't share them and ultimately i i didn't agree uh let's see four we're perceived as being introverted shy or aloof right or wrong small talk can feel inauthentic to us it can be tough to for us to turn it on especially if we're tired or unprepared uh that's absolute truth first of all are you okay karen you like that coffee you need something to drink <laughs> i'm good i'm good i got okay. water all right um but yeah that's definitely true for me yeah it is for you i'm like small talk is so fucking uh uh <laughs> but but i don't mind talking to people i just not about bullshit just i'd much rather you come up and say some serious shit we have a, a conversation or at least something bigger than surface deep you know if it's just well so what about the weather <laughs> the other day we were taking our um groceries out of Publix, and you know normally they send a person with you to like take your groceries out and they always had the same fucking conversation every time all of them because because you really can't talk about anything to a motherfucker that's basically being your slave taking this shit to the car right you know it always makes me feel extremely uncomfortable but then they reward you by giving you these free cute these coupons for, for free, free shit. shit right so and you don't know what the coupon is which is funny because you know if you knew what it was most people would be like you know what i don't need any butter and just walk right out <laughs> right but when, but since you don't know what it is it's like you let them walk you out then they hand you the coupon in the parking lot and um the thing for me is uh karen and i were going out one time and i i was like no i got the i could push the buggy myself and the person was like okay and um when i was pushing down i was like so what do you think about this weather man you know and karen starts laughing because that's every conversation we've ever had with them yes it's oh what do you think about the weather oh yeah so monday huh Mm. yeah they have to keep it very very simple and i think i've kind of i've kind of trained myself to small talk um because to an extent i'm a little opposite of you with that Mm -mm, let's keep it light let's 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 keep it light let's talk about the birds and the trees 
yeah, yeah. I, I waited till we got to the car and i was like all right ma'am when can i tap that ass you know <laughs> i like to ask you know i would have got fired at my public job but of the point course. is i like the i like real talk real conversation uh five people are drawn to us all sorts of people complete strangers open up to us we consider a privilege to hold this space for them we genuinely love to learn and know about others um yes and no all kinds of people are drawn to me no i'm not here for all that shit because <laughs> it ain't all what it's cracked up to be some of these Mm-mm. people are crazy yep uh there's some people i do love to learn about and and know and those people do become dear to me but there's a lot of people where i'm just like i really wish you hadn't spoke to me you know um but yeah i've had that happen too where a complete stranger uh will open up to you on some shit and you're just like i don't know how we got here but you know um, <laughs> i appreciate you i appreciate you not talking about the weather <laughs> and you know what and it's funny though because like in kind of in a quote-unquote working environment i'm more of like let's talk about the, the the weather and the trees and shit like that but outside of that roger know me i, I i'm just a talker like it's been times roger be like he really gonna be like uh can we can we go now why why are you talking to this complete stranger yeah it just depends like the other day i saw uh we were at the store and i told karen to go get the cereal and i would go to the deli <laughs> and the deli you know the deli took forever and there was this really talkative girl who was in line with us and she was really cute so the guys working at the deli were flirting with her mm-hmm. you, you know and talking about the last time she came in there and she was talking about this diet she was on and all this shit and you know i was just in my phone or whatever and um it took like 10 15 minutes to get my shit and you know i was looking around like huh wonder when karen's gonna come by okay <laughs> and then i went and bought some some uh vegetables and i got some stuff off the list and i went down the cereal aisle and i saw her talking to um some lady and i was like oh she's been talking to this lady for like 20 minutes mm-hmm and uh, i turned the buggy around and went the other way and went <laughs> got some other shit i come to find out i actually knew her uh from my childhood neighborhood uh one of the um uh one of my childhood friends it was her mother and because i kept looking at her i was like i think i know who she is and i asked her a question and she said yeah so we started talking and got and got lost in the cereal started talking about coconut oil and all the other kinds of shit yeah point being you know i just turned around and what the with the buy other shit i was like i you know can catches up she'll text me or something but you know i, I figured she was over there talking and i don't want her to go talk to this lady so oh you you would you wouldn't have been one thing i do uh love about you is that you just let me be me because this is one of the things where some niggas would have came up the time and i'm ready to go and see i looked at you and had an attitude and we'd have we'd have been fussing all the way home so just just, just let your woman be dog let your woman be yeah i knew what i got myself into when we got married you sure so. did you got a talker it is what it is uh number six social situations make us anxious ha <laughs> speaking of right <laughs> because we literally feel the emotions of feelings of others around us absorbing energy in a crowded room could be mentally draining physically exhausting for some for this reason we have a tendency to be flaky sometimes dipping out on plans at the last minute uh sometimes that happens to me too where i'll be like really and it's weird because i just need to get out and do the thing 
but before i do it i do have all this anxiety sometimes where i'm just like oh fuck i don't want to do this i'm gonna get there what if this goes wrong what if that goes wrong and then when i actually get in the situation i'm like oh i'm so glad i went and saw this person or i'm glad i went out and hung out with these people when you know typically i've already thought of a hundred different excuses in my brain to not do that shit and i'm kind of the opposite i'm like okay let's go roger you know me i shit i do shit by myself i'm like i'm out yeah but if people you know a lot of times it's just like i don't know in my brain i'm just like especially if it's a lot of people it's like oh i'm gonna have to hear about this guy's bad marriage and that dude's <laughs> fucking <laughs> his job that he hates and this guy hates his kids and it's just you know after a while it's like why the fuck do i come out here y'all bumming me out man you know but i think a lot of times people don't see themselves as bumming people out because they just um uh, they speak and they don't they aren't normally listened to right so for them it's just kind of like oh yeah I, I just want to talk about how much i hate my wife but they don't but most people just go blah 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 whatever dude and they're just watching the game in the background not paying attention right. and i'll actually sit and listen to you and then i'm just right. like just sounds horrible you know right <laughs> your life sucks he's like yeah <laughs> and it's one of those things too where if i'm in a certain mood i go you know what not today not today because like i'm the type of person where i don't want to ruin nobody else's good time mm-hmm. so i will opt not to go you know if i'm tired or fatigued and you know the family having a function and i know how my family is and sometimes i'm like no nah, I, 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 I can't deal with it i just won't go number seven we crave connection we might look like introverts but we truly yearn for genuine relationships we love meaningful conversation and we are friends for good energy and positive vibes damn that's that's 100 percent true for me uh yeah I, I don't mind meaningful conversations at all and i do have some uh people that i've become really good friends with and it's mostly positive you know good energy like i don't have like if you're just a negative drain on me i i don't mind losing that friendship yeah me either i, I think for me i've as I, I've, as I've gotten older and I'm not as naive, um, my uh, connections have evolved, and there's certain characteristics I look at and I go, nope. I like I will cut the connection off myself, you know, because before I used to crave uh, other people's approval. I used to crave people. Um, attention and shit like that but as i got older i'm like as i got older i've got less fucks to give about a lot of shit <laughs> so i'm like mm, fuck it yeah i think you know um to me a connection is different than approval um like when i say i i like being connected like i like talking and knowing people that are like-minded that have mm-hmm. um you know having conversations with them about stuff and mm-hmm. uh you know having meaningful conversations at that um i I don't mind that at all um you know like a friendship where you can talk about something beyond just superficial bullshit right um is cool to me but at the same time um I, i i don't do it for like i'm waiting for these people to approve or not approve me you know what i'm saying like i don't really care in general if people don't approve of me um as a person because it's just kind of like i know i can't satisfy everybody so only if i'm like really in a bad mental space does that get to me but if i'm in like a good healthy space like the fuck can i do about you know somebody 
not so like if somebody goes i think y'all should have had kids what the fuck can i do about that i don't care you don't have to live my life you don't you know like i'm not living my life for your approval to me that's not really a friendship right you know what i'm saying like so that's why i said the difference where you were bringing it up the connection thing to me a connection would be somebody knowing me well enough to understand us not having kids is is a choice that we made that um that you can better understand us as a person talking to us rather than a person making a judgment about that choice that's not my friend Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying so that's that's uh different um yeah and i think for me for me then we can move on yeah go ahead for me as i've gotten older i've become more comfortable in my skin and so making connections is is a little easier for me than it used to be and also i think for women it's just different because it's just so much judgment guys are just way less apt to fucking you know guys judge in different ways like we Mm -hmm. they judge like what kind of woman you're attracted to or i don't know like how much pussy you get or something like it's all like macho man bullshit that men judge other men on in many cases yeah women are almost to the point where they you're micro judged yeah you judge (laughs) on everything your appearance your hair right who who you dress your your weight your size your age who you hang out with yeah you know you you know who you know who your boyfriend is you know if y'all being intimate or not if you drink too much if you smoke too i mean literally every aspect of your life is combed Mm -hmm. so i think for um for a lot of women internally it's a lot of low self-esteem not i know for me connected to that constant judgment and i know i had to get to the point where i didn't care anymore once i didn't care anymore life became so much more easier even for family i was like fuck what y'all saying i got to do this for me yeah i think that's why i mostly have women friends is because i like i'd rather have a sorted semi-deep conversation than a did you see the game last night conversation because those conversations typically bore me you know and then also just just like um i'm sure when women are looking for a mate they have certain qualities that they look for you know more than others Mm -hmm. it can be like that with friendship and um, a man of my mentality is difficult to find men that share that mentality in a in a lot of cases right like we just always gonna hit some roadblock you're talking and then it's like okay that's something homophobic and then there's something that's really sexist mm-hmm. and then there's something about muslims all right three strikes and i'm out we can't be friends <laughs> like you know right. like like there's always this like these the, the shoe the other shoe is gonna drop at some point and i know uh even the women that are my friends probably have because i think it's just navigating life as a woman that and just like all you know all minorities and marginalized people um i'm sure they have that trepidation too like when is this nigga gonna try to flirt with me or he about to send me a dick pic or something or he about to say something really sexist about my sex life or like i i know that that's gotta be a thing because i think it's a thing for me so you know what i mean and i'm a dude so i know it's got to be a thing for women that it's like yeah i could be your friends but what's the odds of meeting a dude that is actually cool with just being friends yeah ain't trying to fuck me right isn't gonna send me a picture of his dick isn't gonna tell me um you know oh you slept with somebody you whore or you know right. you you a bad person now i can't believe you would do that like uh it's it's just, it's just kind of a um a thing and i think the older you get 
the harder it is to make friendships because of all the damage that people have done to each other until we get to this point and that's true and i think for me i can personally say for me as as much downside quote unquote as it is to social media the internet has opened up friendships that i don't think i would have had otherwise i'm just gonna keep that real i think um for me i've i've got like actual real personal friends that i connect with through the internet and i think a lot of times the internet strips down some things you still gonna have judgment on that stuff those types of things but the internet kind of strips down some of those things and i think that particularly being um a woman and particularly being a black woman um you can go on uh social media and for some people to an extent certain spaces of social media is a safe space where they can go and be themselves and talk about who they are and what they like and what they don't like and shit like that and feel comfortable in their own skins and a lot of times you don't get that in the quote-unquote real world at all times because you're constantly being judged yeah and i i think also uh there's so many people that are able to do that constantly Mm -hmm. and not see the people that are affected by it and social media is a place you can see that impact so there's guys who like praise uh white women all day long Mm -hmm. and it's not until they get on social media that they actually have somebody in their face go yeah that's whack right you know what i mean because your praise of white women is rooted in dissing black women or you know you're you're you know like just like there's so much negativity behind a lot of what these guys say and a lot of what people do and you don't see it until you're on the other side of it you know there's people that you know they talk about people's weight all day mm-hmm. but it's not until they say some shit on twitter that they get that clap back and they're like oh okay there's people out here that find what i'm saying to be terrible right because in real life people will shrug you off and walk away but on social media you hit the wrong person that's like not today and you're gonna get all this uh number eight we value integrity we aren't here for gossip and pettiness speaking negatively about people behind their back is a definite no-no anything that feels conniving the shady turns us off i will say um this but i i have exceptions like i've had exceptions where you know if it's my friend and they're like i don't like this person or something like that i'm okay with that but i don't what 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 is a turn off though is if like say me and you do this show together every day but then i go to nick jew and i'm like i can't stand karen oh my god girl let me tell you about (laughs) you know what i mean like that i hate that shit because i'm just like that's your fucking friend right in in public to everybody you present this friendship but then you go back behind closed doors and you talk shit about the person what are you saying about me that's my you know what i mean i've ended so many relationships like that because the thing is if you're running in my face talking i'm going well what are you saying about me because i know i am never an exception to your rules baby yeah so i I think about that all the time man number nine we're extremely guarded we aren't comfortable talking about ourselves so we mastered the art of diverting the conversation uh yeah i've definitely done that a lot uh but it just depends on the topic too but yeah i've done that a lot uh number 10 loyalty is a big deal uh conflicts are easily resolved when all parties are willing to take genuine ownership when confronted with callous manipulation or betrayal we check out and cut off all emotional access 100 that loyalty is the biggest deal because i can deal with a lot of shit but people that are disloyal (sighs) 
like what can you tr- what good are you you know what i mean where it's just i mean because it's like you know um like for example there's something and i don't know the details of it so don't ask me but that something went down at twib and you know aaron's gonna be leaving the show for a while and it's really Mm -hmm. sad to all of us fans of twib and people that know aaron and elon and them but the statement that they gave um about you know not turning their back on aaron meant a lot you know Mm -hmm because loyalty is a big deal if you have no loyalty for people that were down for you or are down for you then what good are you as a person like you know what i mean i'm only around for you know uh whenever it's convenient but as soon as anything gets tough fuck you i'm out you know right and and a lot of people operate like that and it's sad but yet i realized this over the years i've realized that most people don't know how to be a real friend they claim they do but they don't really know how to really be a real friend because honestly within your lifetime you probably could count on your fingers how many real friends not people you call friends not close associates but i'm talking about real people that you have a true connection with over the year like sometimes years can pass before y'all talk to each other but when you pick up again it's like it's like there was never separation mm, yeah i agree i've had that happen a lot um but yeah loyalty uh matters a lot and not even necessarily loyalty to me right but just if i see like um if i'm hanging out with a dude and he's like yeah man you know i'll be cheating on my wife i'm like yeah you're probably not a good friend you know that's probably a quality i don't want in a friend like you probably are fucked up in other ways too it just hasn't affected us yet but it'll something will happen where you'll be like and i got to sell this nigga out i'm gonna tell my wife i was with you all right you know that kind of shit yeah and then you know she calling you and i'm like i'm not lying for you right 11 we're hard on ourselves we are very self-aware when our behavior falls short of our own standard as it inevitably does we own it and correct it as quickly as possible uh that's true to a large extent especially like sometimes i still have things where i'm like man i wish i hadn't said that or i apologize to somebody and they'll be like it wasn't even a problem (laughs) i didn't notice it you're good and i still feel bad because i'm just like oh you know like it was terrible to in my mind right even if not for you you know there's been times i've said stuff that justified at the time 100 percent believed in and then went back and just felt bad that i was out of control or or that angry or that let something get to me uh you know and and also one of the things about being really self-aware is that in a lot of cases uh even when someone's mad at you they're not as mad as you are right you know like even if they're like you know like oh my feelings are hurt i'm like yes i i hurt the feelings and i didn't mean to and i feel bad about it and this is this and after a while they'd be like i'm tired of this nigga talking he <laughs> he most sorry than i i, I, I apologize to you i'm like no don't apologize <laughs> to me i'm terrible because the way your mind ticks yep um but yeah i i you know like there was this thing um last week where we got the details of the uh walking dead uh with i think it was uh herschel's leg how it got amputated yeah i got him and that boy mixed up yeah and i thought we clarified on the show or at least if we didn't it was so minute of a detail it didn't really fucking matter and i didn't Mm want to fight about it nope and it was more important to move on to whatever we're talking about with the show Mm -hmm. and you know a few people hit us up but like somebody hit us up on twitter today being like 
can't wait for the recap for the y'all do a bad recap and y'all forgot this detail they hit us up twice about it um and you know with the insult and shit and i'm like i have thought about that recap way more than you have True. you know what i mean like i thought like oh gotta make that correction next thursday got i mean next wednesday gotta make that correction next wednesday a hundred times since then but you know it's more important to you know but but like i said that people like people don't understand how much we think about the show and what we said and all this stuff it's more than you do as a listener i guarantee it because you can't possibly you're not making it so you can't possibly be thinking about it as much as we do number 12 we're creative we love museums theater and all things eclectic uh i wouldn't say i love any of those three things um (laughs) we enjoy them even more in the company of other creators i think maybe movies and other shit probably takes uh place of that but i would say i am creative though yeah you are creative and then you know you don't you don't want to take me to the theater so not you (laughs) not me old linda brothers shout out to linda brothers i did make a new song last night oh lord well you have to listen to the podcast to hear it number 13 we need our alone time prayer meditation and journaling recharge us uh we might need to go off on the corner and chill for a sec we'll be back though um yeah i mean i get my alone time differently than those three things but uh you know i do get it yeah i'm i'm big on um even though it's just me and Roger, i really like my just me time time to me and i and i know for a fact a lot of that comes from being an only child Mm -hmm. so for me i do i like just me by my by myself i don't care if i'm sleeping watching tv periodically you need to be alone but i think for some people when they're alone it allows their minds to tick and go to places that they don't want to go so they so they constantly instead of facing uh whatever fears or anxiety or whatever's wrong instead of dealing with them they'll have people around them so they don't have to face those fears that's why a lot of people don't like to be alone mm, that's deep uh and yeah I, I don't yeah i don't have that issue but yeah i could definitely understand 14 we are free spirits we love adventure freedom and travel no i'm not i'm very closed in spirit i do not like adventure or freedom well i like freedom but uh and i like travel when i do it okay i, I lied i like all three of those things except it's a, depending on what you're talking about adventure depends, i ain't talking about no yeah. bungee jumping right it just depends on what you i'm define. not running a triathlon yeah i won't mind like driving across town trying to, a new restaurant yeah, we ain't going deep sea fishing yeah uh number five we woke up like this i mean 15 we woke up like this you want to see how quickly we can erect a wall imply that we need to be fixed or molded into some prototype repeat after me individuality is okay yeah that is true that is true if you tell me some shit that i need to to change about my personality of myself there's a good way to get get locked out of my life <laughs> can't even lie on that one like what motherfucker uh anyway um that was uh i thought maybe you would like to hear about those thank you i did all right um what else oh single by choice why fewer american women are married than ever before i tell you why because a lot of times particularly the women marriage is overrated i know i'm married i love my husband but marriage is overrated and marriage is pushed on most straight women. Why are you whispering? I don't know. The the podcast listeners, did this just become <laughs> NPR? 
<laughs> yes it did welcome back yes yeah i I think you know i think for a lot of women they're waiting i think women are particularly black women they're more educated because it's one of those things where as a woman you, you it's a lot of pre- it's pressure on men but it's a lot of pressure when you're a woman to be it all you have to be highly educated. You need to be a mother. You need to be a good wife. You need to be there for everybody. You need to sacrifice everything about you. Put your whole family first. And you can't be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so for, I think for a lot of women, they see family. They see friends. They see people get divorced. And for a lot of women, they just either opt away later or they be like, marriage ain't for me. Marriage is losing ground in America. According to the U.S. Census, the portion of married adults dropped from 57% to 52%. Uh, it was 57% in 2000, uh, and in 2009, it's 52%. Uh, for the first time ever, single adult women outnumber married adult women in the U.S. Uh, Rebecca Traister says the declining marriage rates among adult women are less about the institution of marriage and more about the choices available to women today right you have a lot more freedoms a lot more rights a lot more choices than you did years ago that's what i thought it was i, I just think in general women i mean you have to think about the institution of marriage throughout this country's history pretty much women were born to be property mm-hmm. and the property transaction uh was from your father to another man right sometimes age is as young as 12 13 and shit in some countries i mean some states you probably still can get do that kind of shit right but right with parents permission yeah uh many times the man was expected to give a dowry or some sort of uh proof that he can earn money and you know give it to the parents and stuff you would ask the father's hand in for the daughter's hand in marriage right um like we're coming from a place where and we still are stuck in this in many 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 ways we're only beginning to shed it but we're coming from a place where women are viewed as property and it'll always the remnants of that will always affect everything going forward you know it's like how so many men uh have uh suggestions for what women need to do in relationships and shit but they don't really have anything for men to do come on dog you know we've we women are like products that come off a line as far as society is concerned and we're all just trying to influence the product and make the product better by telling women what to do and you know what it's almost like when you say property i think it shocks a lot of people and i think uh, uh the reason why a lot of people have such visceral and even women like you say property that's like one day you walk in your house your chair stands up and be like fuck you bitch i'm tired of you sitting on my ass i'm out and you're going what the fuck chair i own you and the chair go like bitch you don't own me i'm, a, I'm my own person and i think for the first time women can pick and choose women have a voice women can speak up speak out tell you what they like and don't like and people don't want to hear what the fuck a woman got to say so when women start saying i want the right to choose you have pushback when women start saying i want to be transgender it's pushback when women start you know speaking out about sex and sexuality it's a constant pushback because like i said it's like your stove jumps up and say fuck you bitch i'm not cooking no more and people just don't know how to respond to property having freedom yeah i just think um 
like also women have come a long way because it used to be that marriage was the kind of like how corporate america and owning your own business is considered the career path for men right um that used to be marriage for women i'm like the goal of life not just a goal but it was the path not it's not just a goal it's just if you want financial stability you pick the or you have your parents pick the right mate you take care of everything in the house and you be a good wife and if things roll just right and he doesn't cheat on you too much and he doesn't right you know start a secret family and shit um which will still be your fault by the way if if any of that happens to you yep uh in many ways it seems like that was the path for women to you know you know further their legacies it's be a good mom have have lots of kids um you know be a good wife stay keep a clean house and you play your cards right and maybe you end up with a with a man that ain't you know that's that's pretty good man and uh your life will be a good life right you hope he don't beat you you hope he's not abusive well even if he is hey pretty got, good life right, right? You, you got you got to deal with it because it's one of those things where it's quote-unquote frown and it's still frowned upon today which is fucking ridiculous but you know yours goes very, very frowned upon to get a divorce well society made it difficult uh very also um in the book i was talking uh i've been talking about um that i'm reading they have parts about white women and the oppression that they were deal- dealing with and there's situations back in the day where uh you want to get divorced from your husband okay fine you can't see your kids anymore holy shit yeah that's it for you being those kids moms it's up to the husband if he will allow you to see those kids at all but you failed at marriage you failed at being a wife and now you're failing as a mother so the implications in many cases if you tell a woman or any hopefully any parent but let's let's just keep it on women right now you tell a woman you can't see your kid anymore or you can stay married to this fucked up marriage with this man who may be abusive or not many women are gonna stay yeah because you want to see you want to be involved in your kid's life right and they're gonna be few that leave and they're and the ones that leave people are gonna act like there's something wrong with her but it was like i didn't make these rules y'all did and fuck it but children are part of property they're part of that ownership that came out of the woman so i own them too because i'm the man so all that to say this was the vehicle for women to be part of society and now we're taking some of this out mm-hmm. like much of the social pressure and societal pressure is still there and the programming i think people still aren't used to this idea of thinking like not just well this is tradition but why is something a tradition and why is that make it right we're not there yet but where we are is that a lot of women are able to kind of get out of the matrix uh via working in there you know because there's a time where it's like if a woman wanted to work the only work she was allowed to do was housework for someone else's house mm-hmm. you know uh, and many white men in america didn't want their women to work because it was seen as a negative status like it was it was it was you your woman has to work not that she likes to work not that she it's like you wow you're you're a bad male you're a bad husband you're a bad you're a subpar human being because a real man's wife never has to work 
you know so i think what you end up with here is that you have a lot of women who are able to go to schools get you know educated start their own businesses Mm -hmm. get into corporate america earn 76 cent on the dollar if you're a white woman uh but earn some level of money to do things on their own and we're watching society slowly drift into a point where when people have choices i think they're less apt to get married true um and i think that has always been true of men which is why you hear about so many men i'm a confirmed bachelor i'm bachelor by choice i'm gonna be single forever man i'm gonna be pimp until i die yeah because men have always been afforded many choices Mm -hmm. and whether the societal pressure on men is just a lot less even though it does exist it's just a lot less because there's also a subtle understanding of you have choices so why would you get married with women it's bitch you ain't got no choice you 30 when when you get married right Uh, it's been a a day since i asked you last time you married yet you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of pressure you better get these kids out by this age and all this shit and now you got health technology improving where you necessarily don't have to have a kid at a certain age Mm -hmm. like some women are having kids older and older not to mention you know being able to adopt not to mention how many women were in um where they could have been married but it would have been a same-sex marriage so that marriage wasn't even legal in 2000 or 2009 you know um like it's it's so many factors that are affecting this and i honestly think it's extremely healthy you know that there are more single adult women um out there because i think and this isn't to, to to shade anybody i just think marriage is uh overrated Mm -hmm. in general and not overrated and like oh it's not happy for people Mm -hmm. i mean the way our society puts marriage up on a pedestal a lot of people that lied too and it becomes this unattainable happiness and this fairy tale shit and in many cases people end up getting divorced and all this Mm -hmm. shit which is also good i think divorce rates going up is actually good yes less people sitting around in unhappy marriages forever right but I, i think a lot of people don't view it um i think a lot of people view it as failure and i think a lot of people view marriage as success and 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 you know those things aren't necessarily uh um they don't necessarily coincide with uh success or failure you know no and the thing is a lot of people like you say it's funny how a lot of people don't consider marriage a success and they consider uh divorce failure one for a lot of people divorce is success for a lot of people divorce is something that sets a lot of people free they it's, it's it breaks a lot of bondage and chains it, it causes two people that don't want to be together to go their own separate ways um and that's part of happiness too but people don't really consider that part of happiness they rather you quote unquote be together just for the sake of being together but what's the point when life is too short for you to be together with somebody you don't love i wonder what society would be like if women made a dollar for every dollar man made because how many of these factors are just completely about society pushes you towards needing that second income needing that that of that man to be there uh to offset some of the costs and shit how much of our how much is that you know like like we just our society is like you have to get a man like how you gonna make that rent you make 52 cent on a dollar right a man is your worth right well no you need him for the money i'm not even talking about your worth socially i'm saying economically 
if women made a dollar for every dollar that men made okay yes they yes. could just be like a lot of this you shit would have even would less change. women getting married yeah a lot even of shit less. would change <laughs> i mean it would take a long time but even eventually i think the social veneers would crack on a lot of this shit because it would be like wait a minute i'm already making x amount of dollars the fuck i need you for right you know like right like i'm not just happy to have a man because i it helps make my rent and i can go on a nice vacation or whatever you know um i you know i don't have to deal with like how many dudes you know like advocate and joke about how much cheating you can do and women just need to put up with it and shit like that steve harvey's made an entire brand off of it right you know and i and i think my thing is that if it was more even uh well ain't shit men gonna be ain't shit men but less ain't shit men would get the would get anything because women be like hey I ain't got to put up with your ain't shit ass because now I have me other means to take care of myself. Yep. So anyway, shit to think about. Yeah, um, got ain't shit in this niggas shaking in their boots. Right. <laughs> That's why they were like, no, we can't do a dollar per dollar. She gonna, she gonna think she's somebody. Yeah. Well, I feel like honestly though, um, when the more free everybody gets the better for society and yes uh i think we could do it all i think men would be a lot better if we didn't have patriarchy in the society i think for men and women yes yeah i think men would would we would benefit the most from the idea that women could just be with people and not feel this pressure financially and all this shit as well like when you're with a woman that it'll be more of a healthier connection than a lot of the shit people get into now you know um that's so unhealthy you know um because people aren't really free and they're holding shit back and they're doing right. shit for their family and they're doing shit for their uh for the, kids for the and rent and right. for the yeah you know like all that shit ain't good uh anyway uh let's do some uh did we do anything about fucking with black people today doing the race shit i can't remember no, all right no. well we'll do something right now just fucking with those black people just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around and read articles from all over the globe we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right see what's on the docket for today bank of america discriminated against blacks uh and must pay 2.2 million dollars as an employer it wasn't exactly the bank for all of america bank of america was ordered monday to pay 1147 african-american job applicants two million one hundred eighty one thousand five hundred ninety three dollars in back wages and interest after a judge found the company's charlotte office had racially discriminated against them you don't motherfucking say you don't say yep it's funny how a lot of these banks get all these goddamn lawsuits you and wachovia and first union some of these banks don't exist no more got these lawsuits over all these years but yet when niggas say it's racism and discrimination everybody won't act like they wrong but yet banks is paying for the same reason um 
judge linda s chapman ruled the bank used unfair and inconsistent selection criteria when it routinely chose white applicants over black job seekers in 1993 and again in 2000 and 2005 and in 1993 the labor department's office of federal contract compliance programs launched a review of the bank that turned up evidence of systemic hiring discrimination against african-americans denying them entry-level clerical and administrative uh, positions so this isn't even like big wig jobs this is just hey can i work in the mail room no nigger beat it right and that's the problem you can't get in the fucking door how can you expect to climb the quote-unquote corporate ladder and i don't know you know and, and, and you know what and i think for a lot of black people um the corporate ladder i'm not trying to be funny it's a pipe dream it's like uh, do i give a fuck about climbing this ladder no so a lot of black folks have gotten to the point where they be like, fuck it, I just branch out and do my own shit because this corporate America stuff ain't made for me. It's not Bank of Africa, America. Come on, dog. Uh, Bank of America vigorously contested the allegations and argued that the Labor Department did not have the legal authority to impose fines against it. But the judge signed with, sided with the government's claim that because the bank is federally insured, mm-hmm, it qualifies as a federal contractor. The ruling was a long-awaited victory for the Department of uh, the Labor Department, which first brought the case in 1997 god damn yeah the fdic yeah how many people are dead since then never got that job right uh wherever the doors of opportunity are unfairly closed to workers we will be there to open them no matter how long it takes ofccp director patricia a shield said in a statement judge chapman's decision upholds the legal principle of making victims of discrimination whole and these workers deserve to get the full measure of what is owed them the bank must now pay $964,033 to 1,034 uh, applicants who were rejected for jobs in 1993 and another, just various amounts to the people in the other years too. So, uh, meanwhile, the bank refused to comment on, on the ruling. You don't say. Uh, zero to 100, Karen. Um, that's zero because they paid. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 50 because they initially did it that's true and i'm still pissed uh that they would even try some shit like that so um you know that's uh some bullshit so 50 um twitter hateful twitter <laughs> i like that hateful twitter has its own uh thing Subsection. now <laughs> yeah it used to be uh black twitter and uh now it's a uh, hateful twitter uh, and it should be its own section, by the way. Yes, it should. Uh, hateful Twitter strikes again uh, by using the death. It should be. Why you mad, Twitter? What you mad about today, Twitter? They struck again by using the death of Nancy Reagan to shit on Michelle Obama. <laughs> wow. How do we make this connection? WBVT 98 FM. Wow, is this from a company account? Why would you? Anyway, said uh-huh. Na- Nancy Reagan fought drug use and AIDS. Michelle Obama makes bad school lunches every kid wants to leave behind. <sighs> ah, she's trying to get your baby's health, and you're like, fuck that shit. Caddy Ford, Nikki says, recipes. Nancy Reagan, one of the last classy first ladies. Michelle is not be in that category. Will not be in that category uh fitting no comment yet from the potus on nancy reagan's death because he's on a golf trip okay y'all really did have george w bush play golf his entire term okay right george w bush took off more days than any president ever the nigga never was at the job they was like where he at he on he on vacation didn't he take vacation last month should he take two weeks a a month 
he was on that ranch letting cheney make all the decisions uh uh hashtag cruise crew annie so you know what she's voting for easy prediction neither barack nor michelle obama will attend the funeral of nancy reagan yeah well that was a wrong prediction i want to retweet it should i be that petty you know what i am that petty i'm gonna have to take my time to retweet this lady and be like wrong nigga <laughs> Yeah, bots all in your account. Oh, now can I? Why can't I just retweet it with a comment? Oh, because oh, you're going to the official site. Oh, well, I'm about to retweet that shit on my, um, on my. Uh, isn't it funny? I just took the time out to be paid in the middle of the show. That's why y'all listen anyway. Um, <laughs> see. wrong fool. And then I'll just send that to her and in super petty form i will undo the original retweet because you ain't getting no extra uh, attention off of me player undo that retweet Mm, how you feel about that lady (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) just went over that list y'all another lady says it tells you something when low class michelle obama doesn't listen to nancy reagan's advice on being first lady what advice let your husband go see now and then what then you take over the drug trade yeah baby when it comes to first ladies this woman nancy reagan has class unlike as did jacqueline kennedy unlike michelle obama well that's why jacqueline kennedy man was cheating on her Oop. um the shade (laughs) nancy reagan had class had the utmost respect for america unlike hillary and michelle obama nancy reagan brought style and glamour back to the white house and then michelle hussein obama took it away rest in peace nancy reagan left her post as first lady having improved our country much more than michelle can say and uh former u.s first lady nancy reagan dies at 94 nancy reagan full of grace michelle obama full of hate so can't even i'm sure y'all are so classy y'all use someone's death to talk shit about michelle obama while also saying she had no class what the fuck oh a hundred for me Mm-hmm. same okay all right um and let's go to uh some guests to race then i feel like i've had enough of this schism now that it's time for some guests to race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right buddy sheriff a georgia kindergarten teacher and an eighth grader had sex in the classroom what or as we would call it if it was a male teacher and a female student or a boy student rape uh since july 1 a married veteran teacher wow was that 14 13 14 well you know i will be getting to it because it's probably an article 
shade since july 1st a married veteran teacher and a 14 year old boy have carried oh there it is right in the first sentence a 14 year old boy have carried on an inappropriate relationship you trying to tell me to listen i'm i'm not telling you anything uh carried on an inappropriate relationship authorities in west central georgia said they had sex in the te- had sex they had sex in the teacher's kindergarten classroom over summer break and in her car near the playground area of the school um and they had more tryst well you can't I, I you know what just guess the race uh they had more tryst at the teacher's two homes as well as the industrial park off delray road oh, uh now jennifer lynn robinson 47 is being held without bond in the county uh jail on five counts of child molestation and five counts of aggravated child molestation while each count of child molestation carries a maximum 20 year sentence each count of aggravated child molestation carries anywhere from 25 to life in prison uh we are shocked and saddened by this upson school superintendent maggie v shook uh told the atlanta journal constitution i guess she was shook she heard about this she and kilgore <laughs> said the alleged relationship came to light monday when robinson called out sick from her job as a kindergarten teacher um uh and she left her facebook page open on her classroom computer notifications from the facebook page kept going off in the classroom and a paraprofessional went to disable them when a paraprofessional clicks on the computer there's inappropriate content from an underage person exactly what happened uh the instructor immediately notified the school principal and deputy superintendent who then contacted local authorities uh kilgore said robinson confessed to an inappropriate relationship which continued as recently as sunday we immediately terminated robinson and have another teacher in the classroom um so there you go the boy an eighth grader was never one of robinson's students she met him through one of her family members what how do you meet an eighth grader through a family member is this your little friend coming to the house okay i'm like okay little boy get away from me robinson had an appearance with uh hearing wednesday morning her next court date has not been set guest the race of jennifer lynn robinson uh rapist let's see thinks nancy reagan was an aids crusader white how becky got her groove back white can still get a job at bank of america white love sarah palin cheese and mayo white romper room indeed white the correct answer is she was a white lady She really got her eyes closed in that picture like damn i really should not have had sex with that kid nope all the adult dick out there ma'am oh the just people giving away adult dick all I, over I mean, the place I mean, it's a surplus you, you got a vagina dicks will literally fall out the air and smack you in the face come on dog like if adult dick was a stock it would it it would like be sold at a loss I yeah mean, it's oversaturated in the market right um anyway uh let's go to the bonus round no music gotta get out of here uh wait i don't want to do this article this is this is bad uh <laughs> <laughs> um let's see how about um 
well this is also fucked up uh, you know what all of my fucked up what am i thinking <laughs> a man a man is charged in a fatal shooting of a south hill mom austin nelson was told to stay away from the shooting victim's teenage daughter uh the girl's house and car were vandalized for monday shooting and the mother was shot in front of her five-year-old daughter austin Shit. nelson yeah oh wait can i play this please don't have an ad watch this shit have an ad come on down to pep boys Tyler and Teresa Ryan's uncle Martin. oh no nah, this is even worse it's not really the news article it's just like uh interview yeah co-workers and friends yeah all right austin nelson didn't react when his 15 year old girlfriend broke off their relationship saying she no longer wanted to lie to her mother in less than two weeks he vandalized his former girlfriend's car while it was parked at a school and posted sexual photographs and videos of her on social media yeah i i can't imagine navigating this world as a woman man i can't yeah and and and, and this is a level of crazy that just any 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 dude could be this like there's no fucking way to know before they are posting your titties on facebook that they were this crazy motherfucker the whole time right and the thing is i'm not a dude but dudes like this fuck it up for all dudes because there's a lot of women that go i'm not sending you shit because yeah, but you I don't want to see my shit up and down timeline. You know what though? I'm not even thinking of it on that level just because it doesn't really matter. No. You know what I mean? Like it's just the fact because people are going to do that shit either way. Right. And, and, and my thing is that the, because the thing is a lot of people feel like, well, what's the big thing? It is a big thing because this woman is not a porn star. So she, not trying to be funny. It's like she's giving this to you for you to have it. She's not giving it to you for public consumption. And so that's where the problem comes in because if she wanted it public, she could put it out to herself, but she opts not to. So it's one of those things where if you feel like you have the right to publicly do it, you should be charged with a motherfucking crime because she, that was not the purpose of her sending this to you. I agree. Um, yeah, I was just saying, like, people always make the art, the discussion about, like, well dude you might not get to see no titties if this keeps happening it's like well i don't that's honestly not the problem like that's not even like that might be a symptom of everything but at the end of the day that i hope that's not what's navigating people to not be crazy oh uh, yeah correct. like have some yeah. fucking decency how about that crazy is crazy and it also is one of those things that we talked about before how women being property women being shamed just the, the patriarchy it's like you know dick pic not the same as a woman Mm-hmm. people don't react the same for whatever reason even though well you put somebody's dick on the timeline they're laughing all this shit but uh you know it's right it you know it that this is so besides the point of what i wanted to say but yeah no, i agree that um no it's fine i agree that uh you know it's not the same currency wise but mm-hmm. at the end of the day i'm just saying the terrorizing of a person right uh while women do do things this seems to happen far more often to women right from unhinged individuals and it's the internet and all this stuff is giving people new tools you know uh with on the on the oj joint you know marcia clark's husband basically revenge porned her but that was back when you had to work for it right right. you had to make a phone call you had to fax something you had to send over you had to go to hand-to-hand meetings you had to get a check to do it you had to do it had to be printed in the weekly edition of whatever the fuck magazine but 
yeah but now it's not like that you just go i'm gonna put this picture that i have in my phone on twitter and facebook and you know you share friends and social circles now everybody has seen this shit you know so anyway i messed up her car then uh posted those photographs right on monday prosecutors uh allege he fatally shot the girl's mother outside of their south hill house in front of her five-year-old sister nelson 19 was arraigned tuesday in superior court on a charge of first-degree murder in the slaying of Teresa ryan 46 he also faces charges of first-degree burglary and first-degree animal cruelty he pleaded not guilty to all charges bail was set at two million dollars so another scary thing has got to be about having a kid it's like now there's another person that is responsible for possibly bringing people into my house and as a kid you just never know what kind of person you're dealing with because you're a kid you're inexperienced and it might be some crazy motherfucker he's 19 she's 15 you know uh maybe she was lying about his age and didn't want mom to find out right technically that's statutory rape right and she's probably gonna fit her she is probably gonna feel responsible for her mother's death forever at least partially you know because it's like i was out doing this shit and now this dude went crazy and now it's a guilt trip right you too and that's know. why he did it right you know what i mean i think that's why people do shit like this it's all terrorism of this other person um so yeah uh during nelson's arraignment the courtroom was filled with an emotional crowd of ryan's friends and family her uncle mark tyler said afterward that he hoped justice would be served he said ryan was a humorous straight talker with many friends who hosted super bowl parties at her home choking back tears tyler said his niece fell victim to a culture of domestic violence that must be addressed it's a tragedy that her life was stolen by a miserable excuse of a human being charging documents give this account of monday's fatal shooting nelson and the girl began dating in september when ryan found out her daughter was dating an older boy she told nelson to stay away at some point the daughter said uh wait the daughter again started seeing nelson oh she is gonna feel guilty about this to keep her parents from finding out the girl allowed nelson to sneak into the family's house through a back door after her parents went to sleep shit right and 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 that and as as a parent that's got to be one of your biggest fears because the thing is children are dumb and a lot of times if you're a good parent you're telling your children things out of love and caring and concern but you just have some children they're just not gonna follow the rules yep um so um december 6th someone broke into the family's home and stole guns a vacuum and other items the ryan family did not report the break-in at the time so it could have been him the girl broke up with nelson january 8th telling him that she did not want to continue lying to her mother nelson was upset but the girl stood her ground he called her wednesday to say he loved her but the girl handed the phone to a friend who advised nelson to stop calling on friday nelson allegedly sent his ex-girlfriend a text message threatening to vandalize her suv i have a question did she inform her parents well no no, my friend story sorry uh no it's fine i i don't know she did um because at some period of time they could have stepped in and was like hey we need to press charges like, you know against him for, you know because children don't really consider they don't really think of all the steps that you need to take yeah and like, just and, stop calling well also at that time you gotta imagine how big a deal it is to her right which is the guy that i'm having sneak in here at night might have stolen a bunch of shit 
this is gonna i'm gonna be in a whole lot of trouble for saying one he was still coming in after y'all told me to break up with him right two uh he may have be a thief you know um so uh later that day the girl found two windows had been broken out and three tires flattened while her car was parked outside her school that's when the girls uh talked to her parents and they decided to call the sheriff's department to report the vandalism and the earlier burglary for which they believe nelson was responsible so there you go karen she did talk about it uh deputies went to ryan's south hill home on sunday to interview them and take a report on a series of text messages sent to the girl threatening to post photos and videos of her having sex with nelson if she didn't come up with money or marijuana the graphic images were posted on social media sunday that's why the police knew he had that and threatened her and they didn't do shit because the law the laws the laws actually need to catch up with social media it's almost like when it comes to social media the justice system gets stupid like i don't know what to do you're like bitch what ryan sent her daughter to sleep over her friends because the family thought she would she should be away from the house for the night on monday ryan and her youngest daughter were returning home around 8 15 a.m when she stopped her ford explorer in on the street in front of their house the neighbor reported hearing an argument and looking outside to see ryan having a conversation with a man with a black hooded sweatshirt three gunshots sounded and ryan fell to the ground the shooter ran through the family's yard squeezed through a wooden fence and fled a neighbor gave chase but was unable to catch his gunman ryan's five-year-old daughter who was in the back seat ran to a neighbor's house for help uh, officials said ryan was shot once in the chest and twice in the back she died on the scene at the same at some point investigators alleged nelson shot one of the family's two dogs upstairs in the home the back door was shattered and five shots had been fired in the home so maybe he did that while they were out then when she came home he confronted her yeah and you know killed her and then ran away yeah good thing that he'd have killed her too the girlfriend and she'd have been at the house at the time oh for sure no one else was home at the time of the shooting ryan's husband was at work uh well maybe he would have i don't know maybe he wanted her to be alive to suffer for this shit and to see how crazy he was who knows i don't 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 speak abusive yeah i don't speak that nelson was quickly identified as a suspect and arrested at her grandfather's house at his grandfather's house in tacoma his grandfather told deputies that the defendant had a gun but he took it away from him because the defendant would leave it sitting around the house nelson asked the grandfather for the gun on saturday saying he planned to sell it and the grandfather gave it to him that's wild anyway guess the race of this crazy uh motherfucker austin nelson um and why don't they have a picture of him up here i'll find one but uh yeah guess the race of uh austin nelson uh who's domestic violence uh psychopath uh let's see that special crazy produced when caucasity meets male privilege white all this needs is keith morrison from dateline to narrate the story of when white privilege goes horribly wrong future mra nra and gop presidential candidate white bernie bro white white rage monster the correct answer is white and i'll have his uh picture up here in a second let's see but yeah that's oh boy right this what a piece of work i know the 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 family is sick and i know that daughter is sick right 
Cause you, it was one of those things. You're like, shit. All I had to do is follow her instructions. Oh shit! I don't think it would have mattered, but I just think she's gonna feel that way. Right, right, right. As I mean, you dealing with a certain level of crazy. I just don't even think it matters, man. No, it don't. But but yeah, there's just that guilt, and so it's one thing when my heart goes out to the young lady. And uh, I put his picture in the chat, I believe. So, um, did I put it up? Yeah, there you go. All right, um, sword ratchet this time, guys. A man describes encounter with sword-wielding suspect at Raytown gas station. Charges are filed against a man whom prosecutors say wielded swords at innocent bystanders and led police on a chase and ultimately ran a U-Haul into a Raytown church. Jesus. <laughs> prosecutors say Philip D. Perkins, guess the race, black, is blame <laughs> is the blame for the actions that frightened several people throughout raytown including one man who says he was confronted by perkins at his gas station chad jackson says a little after four uh, on thursday morning he went to his neighborhood gas station for cigarettes but instead he says he was threatened this dude with the red hat and a black bandana came charging at me with two samurais he threw one right around the plump around plump one oh, pump one. Oh, he threw one right around pump one um two samurais not samurai swords <laughs> uh jackson said the man who prosecutors alleged was philip perkins asked him about god he asked me if i believed in god in jesus if my sins were forgiven you know you know mm-hmm. is this a common question uh i guess around these parts he it must uh you must get asked this all the time okay uh i think he was just like we don't want no devils in the house lord (laughs) we want the lord that's it um jackson claims perkins touched him with the sword on his neck touched him jackson feared he wouldn't uh what you mean poked him i guess i think it's being touched yeah uh said he feared he wouldn't make it out of confrontation alive i looked into his eyes i saw nothing but scary vengeance you know well i'll honestly tell you it scared me to death said jackson jackson says it just took him talking to perkins to eventually get him out of situation then he says he drove to raytown police department it probably would have ended up bad uh jackson says he didn't realize there were four children and one woman inside a u-haul truck at the time police say it didn't appear that anyone in the truck was there against their will perkins is charged with multiple felonies wow yeah that he sounds like it's uh, just a treat <laughs> Who is he, you hauling them too to chop them up yeah i saw a dude asking about some um i don't know if he was homeless or something or he wanted something when we were leaving for from lunch one time uh mm-hmm. it was a sushi one-on-one and mm-hmm. i was at the light and i guess the car in front of him said no it wouldn't roll their window down and he started like flexing at him and shit like he was gonna punch through the window and uh the person was just like the <laughs> and the car that was like two cars behind me just like was so scared to even go forward they were just like oh, they stopped way back that's what i do that's what i do i ain't got no time for that because a black dude too so you know that system was on fleet but uh i don't know what he was wanted so i rolled my window down a little bit and then he was just like you know still angry 
you know yelling i couldn't understand what he was saying i was like and i'm gonna go ahead and drive off so mm-hmm. i did so there you go uh y'all have a good one we'll be back tomorrow to review uh recap the walking dead we will thank you guys for listening and um you know have a pleasant day until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.